Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Well, today, there's a lot going on today. I mean, if you voted today, that's great. Today is a a monumental election for so many different reasons. And I don't want to get into politics. I'm just simply saying you got up this morning, and if you didn't already have a ballot in, chances are you're voting, okay? Uh, But today is the trade deadline day. The trade deadline day in uh, the National Football League. So today is the day. That yeah, you are. Uh, you're hoping that uh, that the Packers do something. Now, here's the question, and this was posed yesterday, and I wanted to ask it today, just to gauge your thoughts. But do you feel that just one move is necessary? Do you feel that just one move is necessary? Or do you think they need to do more than one move? You know, I mean, that's uh, I think it's a very legitimate question because going over our show yesterday, you know, you look at it, it, look, it's it's easy. Everybody knows they need a linebacker. They need defensive line help. They need a wide receiver. I, you know, I don't know if one move puts you over the top. And and so yesterday after I got off the air, I, I started going over notes. And one of the things that I went over was from years ago when I, I, I start to talk about trades, okay? And from years ago, I remember we did an interview with Ron Wolf, and, I, and this is something I brought up to him even years and years ago, okay? Um, one of the things that I brought up was about your philosophical thought when it comes to trades, and Ron had stated, if you know that you are one or two players away from a legitimate shot at the Super Bowl, you make the deal. Doesn't matter. You make the deal. Now, one of the things he did tell me was it's very difficult to every time you want to make a deal run down the hall. Now, he had to go down to Andrew Brandt and, and talk to Andrew about, oh, okay, what can I fit in? What do I need to do? You know, And then Andrew would have to give him all the numbers. So... So uh, Russ Ball is going to be the guy that's going to have to work with Brian Gutekinst on this to fit in whatever it is they want to do. But 
he had stated, look, if you believe you're a couple of players away, you make the deal. So I'm going to put the question to you today. You're sitting there as the general manager of the Green Bay Packers. You take whatever their history, their, their history is, okay, whether they do or they don't make deals, okay? Take whatever the history is. So I'm going to ask you, okay, would you make a deal or deals today knowing or believing, believing that you're one or two players away? Or, now this is going to be where you have to take a really hard look at this team. Or do you believe you're further away from winning a championship than what maybe a lot of us think? And they're not there yet, therefore you don't make the deal. Now you got to take an analytical look. Now I'm asking you, I'm asking you to do a little more work here, to dig a little bit deeper today. Okay? Packers sitting at five and two. Five and two. Their losses have been bad. Beat up losses. Okay? Do you feel that the Packers are right there? That they are just um that they're just a, a player or two away? Or do you feel that no, nah, they're farther away than a lot of people think and they shouldn't make a deal? Because if you don't feel that you're poised to win a championship with a player or two, with an upgrade at a position or two, then you don't make the deal. So that's where I'm gonna go today. That's where I'm going to start because I think that's a legitimate discussion. I think that is something that you can analyze. That is something that you can kind of wrap your head and your arms around and say, okay, let's take, let's step back from our fandomonium here. Let's see if it, in reality we really believe the Packers are a player or two away from winning a championship. You tell me. 855 830 Eight six four eight. I, I think it that is an un, a, a realistic question, because then you know what your anticipation, or what your anger, or what your emotion should be, right? That's what you should know. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Eight five five eight three zero. Eight six four eight. By the way, uh, more news coming out of Green Bay regarding um, A.J. Dillon's uh, positive COVID test. The NFL also determined that the two players to be at high risk in close contact, they're going to need to be isolated and remain away from the facility and the team for at least five days after the last contact with the infected player, uh, which was on Sunday. They would be able to rejoin the team this coming Saturday. So that would basically be Jamal Williams – and Kamar, think about that. What does that mean? Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin aren't going to be playing this Thursday night. Because of the positive COVID test from A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin not going to be playing. Because they either hang out with, uh, which is either they, they could even room together. Who knows? Uh, I don't know the living situation, but they're all friends. They're all really good friends. But the NFL determined that two players are at high risk as far as, quote, close contacts. They need to be isolated and remain away from the facility and the team for at least five days after the last contact, which was when the infected individual, uh, when they met with him, that was Sunday. 
they're able to rejoin the team this Saturday. There's no change in the status of the Packers game on Thursday night. So, boy, oh, boy. The bad news keeps on coming. So, two key points uh, from the NFL, as Rob Domofsky reports it. Thursday's game between the 49ers and the Packers is still on, and Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin cannot play because they were deemed to be at high risk. A.J. Dillon, who tested positive for COVID-19, uh, those are uh, – let me uh, let me finish this, but those uh, are um, eligible to rejoin the team this Saturday, but they will not be playing on Sunday. So, there you go. Oof. So, oh, boy. You get a little bit thinner. Now you really need Aaron Jones back. Otherwise, Dexter Williams, your guy. He'll be your starter coming out of the backfield. And then as far as your uh, – poor Kamal Martin. Finally works his way back and then hangs out with A.J. Dillon and gets gets put on the, on the close contacts list. So now he's got to miss another game. 855-830-8648. This portion of the program being brought to you by good friends over there at Bud Light. Bud Light, uh, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And in addition to that, uh, Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Huddle, which will take place tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. So uh, Tim Allen is going to be joining us. Tim does the uh, Sunday morning. Well, he does the baseball postgame show, but Tim also does the uh, the fantasy football show on Sunday mornings. And then a return status from our one uh, Mike Wickett. He's going to be here as well. So we've got a lot of good stuff going on. So that's coming up tomorrow night, 6 to 8 on many of these same stations. So here you go. Think about this. Do you feel that the Packers are maybe a player or two away from really solidifying some of their holes and being a team to contend with via a Super Bowl? Do you feel yes or no? And then your next question is, if not, then you don't make a deal, correct? Or if you do believe, do they need to make one or two deals? I think that's a very fair question. Uh, let's go to Chris real quick. I'm going to ask you. Chris, welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hey, good morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, you bet. Uh, you know, certainly your question is uh, being talked about a lot here in northeast Wisconsin today, and uh, I, I would say certainly – the Packers are definitely close uh, right now. This is a very unpredictable year. You always have uh, the risk of injuries, right, as we're seeing now with the Niners, but now with COVID. This is an incredibly unpredictable year. But what do we know right now? We know that we have Aaron Rodgers healthy and playing well. And and I'm going to go full stop right there. Uh, with With that in your hip pocket, I think you have to look at the potential that this could be perhaps his last best year the man is going to be i believe 38 years old in a couple of months mm-hmm. He's playing well uh, i think if you look across the other uh the other sports right are we going to think that the lakers are going to put an asterisk next to their championship i would argue no the dodgers no nope. uh whoever wins the super bowl this year it is going to be as legitimate of a super bowl as any other super bowl I think what we've seen very consistently over the first seven weeks is the Packers are a desperate need of a number two receiver to complement Devontae. There's just too big of a drop-off in talent from him to the supporting cast at this point, and I think if they can add Fuller from the Texans, I think that that would be enough 
to put them over the top, give them another explosive playmaker on offense. And again, in a very uncertain year, I think you roll the dice and you go for it full steam ahead. Thank you the man. Appreciate the phone call, pal. Uh, you're right. And now, now you're right in the sense that this is what everybody's talking about. So now ask yourself analytically, do you feel the Packers are a player or two away from being a true? I, I think they're a, a contender now, but I think they're one of the lower level contenders because of their inability to stop the run. But do you feel that this team in the right here and the right now is a contender for a Super Bowl? Not for the postseason, but for a Super Bowl. If you feel that there's a couple of spots you would have to upgrade, then you make the deal. If you feel that they're further away than that, then you don't make the deal. I want your opinion. We'll talk more about this. we got jam-packed phone lines. Stay tuned. I'm going to get you up on Twitter as well. You can have me up at the Facebook fan page. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hopefully uh, you're enjoying your day today. Certainly uh, appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, I had said this uh, before. I I said that uh, the the former Packer general manager, Ron Wolf, had told me that, and this was was a couple of different times, but uh, I reiterated the last time we had him on the program, I said, you know, what What would determine whether or not you should make a trade? And he told me, uh, he said basically this, that if you think you're a player or two away from winning a championship, you make the deal. You make the deal. Uh, because at that point, you, you just never know. I mean, the next season, you know, you could have the same team, but you have guys banged up, whatever it happens to be, okay? So... But if you believe that you're right there on the cusp and you have a championship-caliber team, you make the deal. Otherwise, he said, you don't make the deal. You don't do it. You don't start giving away draft choices and such on, on hope. Okay? You, what you're doing is hedging your bets in the effort to win a championship. So you tell me, are the players a championship uh, – are, are the Packers a championship contender? Are the Packers a championship contender – and should they make a deal or two? 855-830-8648. Let's go to Mike listening to us in Appleton on the score. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, I'm doing good, Bill. Hey, listen, you know, great question this morning. You know, I this is the way I look at it. I look at both the offense and the defense. I think we've got two excellent running backs. Rodgers is playing better. They've learned to incorporate the tight end. And we definitely need the other guy. We definitely need the other receiver. Now, on defense, we have three perennial pro bowlers over there. You know, Zadarius Smith, Jair Alexander, and probably Kenny Clark. You know, I kind of see a bunch of, like, quote-unquote, other just guys around them. You know, Preston Smith is not doing like he did last year. Um, and the same thing with Zadarius. Um 
here, here's the bottom line, what I think. I think a lot of this stuff, to be honest, I think, I think Seattle, when it comes to uh, the NFC, is the team to beat. And, yes, I do think that we are a player or two away. I think the Will Fuller deal, if they could get it done, uh, would be a fantastic addition to the team. Um, but they need to fill some holes on defense. With that being said, this is such a crazy year with COVID and everything that I think that they should pull the trigger and go all in this year and, and go for it, Bill. Okay. All right, fair enough. No, I, I look, if they can appreciate the phone call. I had a tweet that I wanted to uh I wanted to I wanted to go over and uh I gotta find it here. Okay, uh this is from Davey. Davey sent me a tweet says, I do believe there are only one or two players away. When we were winning, offense scored every drive. That allows the defense not to have to stop the run consistently because teams are playing catch-up. So get a weapon on offense and simply outscore people. Aaron Rodgers having an MVP season. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Go ahead and give us a shout. Do you feel that this team is just a player or two away? Let's go to Kyle in Madison listening to us on the zone. Kyle, how are you doing this morning? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, you know, I agree with every caller that has been in front of me and the tweet that just came in that you just read. Um, they are one player away. And I think if you went out and, you know, you could get an acquisition like a J.J. Watt, someone to, to that caliber to really just wreak havoc on these, on these other teams, I, I really think uh, we would absolutely be uh, Super Bowl contenders at that point. But right now, we just do not have it on defense. I mean, we got the the pieces, but uh, I, I just it, it's not enough. Um, offense. I mean, let's be honest. If we can score, and we can score when we want to. And man, Devontae Adams is just amazing. That guy is a gifted, gifted, talented guy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, let's do it for him. Let's go out and get the last piece we need. I don't know who it is, or, or you know who they can get, but let let's do it for Rodgers. I mean, that guy is he's amazing. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, 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 the whole thing about doing it for a player, I don't necessarily go along with. But I will say this: it's not for Rogers, but it's for the team. It's for the organization. But you hedge your bets when your opportunities arise and present themselves to where you have legitimate shots, because it doesn't always happen. You know, this is this is a very, very, very blessed fan base that they have had consistent opportunities year in and year out to go into the postseason where we know anything can happen. However, not every team has been that true Super Bowl contender. This year, I think they have the weaponry to the where they've, they've been able to spread it out and make it all look good. But I think there's a – I mean, you're going to get Alan Lazard back, hopefully, uh, sooner rather than later. You got Devontae. But you got to get growth from some of the other guys, and, and it's not proving to be consistent enough. So, therefore, you're going into week nine. You got to hedge your bets, push those chips to the middle of the table. You got a quality running back. You got a good one two punch. You got tight ends that you can spread the ball out to. You can, and, and you've got a good offensive line that's been able to protect the quarterback for the most part all season long. So, you got to take that all into consideration. He talks about J.J. Watt. Is J.J. Watt the other piece to help that front line, that offensive or defensive front, to stop the run. That's their Achilles heel. You've got a good secondary. You get Darnell Savage Jr. and Kevin King back, and you get them back at full strength. You've got a really good secondary. What you need is to be able to stop the run and let the secondary do what they do. 
Let's go back up to Green Bay on our uh, newest affiliate, The Fan. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, how you doing today, buddy? What you thinking? Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking my phone call. My biggest concern is this. If we go get a player, is it going to be a rental player where they're going to be gone at the end of the year or they're going to be something that we're going to have for the future with our salary cap? Are we going to be able to keep them? If we can make a trade like that, let's be honest. What have we done with our draft picks in recent years? Our draft picks, we should trade them away and get quality player like a Watt and a Fuller. Give them a second-round pick and get the deal done. All right. Appreciate it. Jeff in Green Bay saying get the deal done. Do it. Do it. Sounds like you'd be mad if they didn't. Here's the thing about draft picks uh, and about salary cap. I understand, you know, will you be able to keep them? Are they controllable assets, things like that? Uh, You've got a lot of decisions to make next year. This team next year is not going to look like this team this year. The only thing I care about right now, while you do have to maintain the, the the viability in the future of the franchise, I understand that. But the only thing you care about right now is can you win a championship? And if you believe you can win a championship, then damn it, you do it. You do it. Let's go to John listening to us on the Radio.com app way down in Atlanta. John, how you doing? Hey, good. Love the show as always. Um, Thank you. Yeah, they pretty much have to. I mean, here's the thing. As Packer fans, we've seen 10 years of being fiscally irresponsible. And where, where has it gotten us? Just a bunch of heartbreaking losses with one of the best quarterbacks to ever throw the ball. So you pretty much have to. And I, I kind of feel like if they don't, if Goody doesn't do anything, let's be honest, his chips aren't all in with Rodgers. And as a fan, it's so heartbreaking. And I don't know what chapter that's in the book of why Rodgers never got a second ring. It might be chapter seven um, of just playing a conservative but you got to do something. But, again, this if nothing happens today as fans, Goody's chips are not in with Rodgers. He's starting to push them in with Love. And what is Love? Love could be a Kaiser, another Kaiser throwing the ball around. It's, yep. it's just so frustrating as a fan because as Packer fans, especially if you were on in the 80s, we're very close to getting back there. And it's like we've had such awesome chances to do something. And I know, like you've always said, Rodgers' contract is not helping. Um, Brady always found a way to do something with his contract, push some money off, and the guy's got six rings. But it's just so frustrating as a fan that you think you're so close. And we, we sniffed it for 10 years, but you got the boss to play. You got the not pushing all the chips in. And like you said, Ron Wolf did that. He made the right moves at the right time, and the guys just worked out. And even if it's a one-year rental on Fuller, man, just grab the guy. Give him a third yeah. round, or you're going to have two probably next year. I mean, the chips are all there, but again, this tells us a lot about Goody as a GM. If he doesn't do anything, the guy's moving his chips around over to Love. If he does something, he actually thinks Rodgers can get it done. But it's just it's just sad as a fan because I feel like we've wasted so many years because we haven't pulled a nice little deal, you know, which may not be fiscally responsible. But you know what? If we get another title with Rodgers, I could care less if, if Love is a – if love is useless, give us one more ring, and I think as fans we can just settle down into some mid '80s football. But let's, we've got to get one more <laughs> ring. You know what I mean? I think we say that now, and then once the uh, mid '80s football hits, then we're screaming to the top of the mountain. I uh, appreciate the phone call eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I'm going to pause on this. We're going to talk with Brett McMurphy, college football insider for the Stadium Network. Got to talk a little bit about these Badgers. Talk more about. COVID invading the college football atmosphere. Going to get into that. Before that, though, our friends at Pella Windows and Doors in Wisconsin. Pella has superior products. Sales consultants who really listen, right? 
Pella's dedication, innovation, and over 150 patents, and they've got a lot of great offers. You're answering yes to all the above, aren't you? You're nodding your head. But what you may not know is that a just thousands and thousands of people have chosen Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin right there at that initial appointment. Why? Because then they realize the quality and they realize the value and they realize the, the value they're getting to their home, the beautification and security in their home, the economical factor in their home. Well, right now, through the end of the month, Pella Window and Doors of Wisconsin making it even easier to say yes because what they're going to do at that initial consultation, if you decide to go with them, they're going to give you an additional 5% off. So that's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years, plus 5% off when you order at your initial uh, initial consultation. So if you want to do that, get a hold of our friends over at PellaWI.com. But did you know they have these amazing experience centers? Brookfield, Green Bay, and Madison. Brookfield, just west of Milwaukee. Green Bay, Green Bay, and Madison, and Madison. And uh, they'll show you how easy it is to get into them. And they practice all the CDC guidelines so you can walk in and feel safe. Otherwise, just go to PellaWI.com. And they can show you all about it right there uh, virtually. PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And tell them we sent you. All right, coming up next, Brett McMurphy. Going to talk some college football. We'll get back into this, I promise you, because I think it's a very legitimate and interesting conversation. Jason Lockenfora, the Radio.com NFL insider. We'll talk with him about this very question coming up after the top of the hour. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur uh, as well. But we got a lot of things to talk about, including with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and our good buddy Hub Arkish, executive editor of Pro Football Weekly, is going to be here towards the end of the show. So we got a lot of football chatter, a lot of trade chatter coming up today on the Bill Michael Show. We'll be back after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Quick trip, they have the Take Heat Neat Meals, and it's just like mom makes. they got uh, fettuccine Alfredo with chicken. They've got beef stroganoff. They've got pork. They've got turkey, mashed potatoes, and gravy and stuffing, all kinds of good stuff. Take it, heat it, eat it. You're good to go right there at Quick Trip, and they have got you covered. So when you ask Forts for dinner, how are we looking? That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Let's talk uh, some college football as we've got – we'll find out today whether or not the Badgers are going to be playing their game against Purdue and uh, other questions revolving around the college football world. Greg McMurphy, college football insider for Stadium Network, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Find him on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Brett, how you doing? Good. Good morning. How you doing? We're doing well. So let's start first and foremost. Uh, I, I want to talk to you about the Badgers situation, the Big Ten. The Big Ten, uh, they were uh, the conference that kind of pieced it all together late. And then once they got it together, it, it, it seemed to kind of trip on itself a little bit as it, it was getting started. And now we've got to the Badgers that are sitting out and they've got uh, numerous positive tests in their organization. So uh, tell me about uh, the Big Ten season and about the season as it goes along with COVID in general, I guess, right now. And and I, I, does this just seem like it's just completely disjointed at this point? Yeah, it really does. I mean, the, the whole season does. You know, when you know you see, you know, Clemson's best player, arguably the Heisman Trophy favorite, you know, is out at least two games because of COVID. Um, I just think this this whole season deserves an asterisk 
you know, look, whoever wins their respective conference titles, whoever wins a national championship, more power to that, to those schools. But you, I, you can't say that everybody's on equal footing. Um, and so it just makes for, for a unique year, a weird year, but Hey, it's better than the alternative. And that's, that's no football that, you know, a lot of people, you know, that, that, um, you know, make these decisions and that are, uh, very influential in, in the college athletic, uh, landscape thought we may not have football this summer. So at least we are having some kind of football, but it does take a, a unique twist. And then certainly, um, you know, the big 10 and certainly the PAC 12 and, uh, you know, to a lesser extent, the, the Mac and the mountain West, because they started late, they have no margin of error. If games are not played, they're not postponed. They are canceled. And that's a that's a huge difference compared to the other six leagues that, that started earlier. We got a look uh, finally at Graham Mertz as he took over for the Badgers after Cohn goes down with a foot injury, and he had a stellar debut. Uh, came in with all the uh, measurables when you talk about a, a quarterback recruit, uh, especially for big-time college football. Give me your thoughts. Uh, it's, it's very different. It's a small litmus test, I know. But give me your thoughts on Graham Mertz as the quarterback of Wisconsin. Oh, he was tremendous. I mean, he, he he gave something, you know, for somebody from a distance that's not there, hunkered down in the in the state of Wisconsin. It gave Wisconsin something that they haven't had in in a long time, and that's a you know legitimate um, passing threat at quarterback to go along with the you know the the history of running backs that that the schools had throughout the years, that that's a lethal combination. And, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, that, um, you know, he's not getting a chance to play now um, or the whole team won't be able to play. What, like you said, I think we'll find out today um, concerning the Purdue game. But yeah, I mean, I thought he had one of the best debuts um, from the other, from last week, if, if not the best showing, and, uh, you know, on a national stage in his first start, um, you know, I thought that was very, very impressive. You know, I'm not sure. You know, Illinois uh, is probably the bottom tier of the Big Ten, but they put up a fight against Purdue. But still, um, you know, I thought it was very, very impressive. And, uh, you know, that's why Wisconsin's the favorite in the West. If, if, they can, if they can play six games, if they can only play five, they can't go to the conference title game. So if, if they can get six in, I, I – expect Wisconsin to be in that title game, and, and Mertz is a big reason for that. So um, the Big Ten, they, they were really, really precautious in saying uh, 21 days, which would basically put him after the Purdue and after the Michigan game before he can even come back. Uh, do the Big Ten, and I don't want to get into the medical side of things, but we're seeing, you know, uh, out of the ACC, Trevor Lawrence, obviously he's a guy that has tested positive and they, they're keeping him quarantined, but they're hoping to get him back in another week while Graham Mertz is going to be sitting out for quite some time. I understand the cautiousness when it comes to health and the well-being of athletes, but did the Big Ten kind of – was it kind of overkill, I guess, pardon the pun? Well, I don't I don't think there's a right or wrong answer on that. It's, I mean, it's basically the Big Ten presidents – to make that clear, the presidents, the athletic directors, the medical advisors, and Commissioner Kevin Warren, they all came to this decision together. So, um, you know, is it too long of a to be held out three weeks? You know, you can 
say yes or no. I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong answer. I do know that, you know, the third week was actually to allow the individuals to get back in plane shape after not, you know, having any kind of um, practice or activity for two weeks. So that's why that third week was put in there. Um, so certainly you see something like this happen, and a lot of people are going to question it. But uh, if people think or believe that it's too long of a gap between playing, well, you know what? The Big Ten can look in a mirror because they're the ones to blame for this. They're the ones that decided this. You know, I didn't make this decision. You didn't make this decision. The SEC didn't tell them to do it. They're the ones that decided, you know what? We're going to come back. We're going to play. And these are the safety measures we want in place. Um, and so that's how we're going to do it. You know, I, I've I've seen some, you know, people suggest, well, they need to revisit this. They need to cut down the time. I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's, it's almost like changing the rules midstream. You know, if, you, if you're playing a football game and you decide after halftime, you know what, touchdowns are worth uh, nine points in the second half. I, I don't think you can do that. So it's just unfortunate, and hopefully it doesn't, you know, obviously it's impacting – the school and the players for the number of games that they miss and hopefully bigger picture, it doesn't impact the big 10 as far as getting into the college football playoff. Um, I know that Trevor Lawrence uh, this week, they said, well, the first time he's not the leading candidate to win the Heisman trophy, you know, and Mac Jones apparently is going to take over that lead or whatever. I mean, at this point in time, you know, how, how tough is it to judge everyone's performances with, this being the kind of season that it is, with only so many games played by one conference, more games played by another, how difficult is this going to be to pass out postseason awards? Yeah, it's going to be hard. And, you know, I've, I vote for the Heisman. I'm one of the uh, – I think actually more people vote for the Heisman than they vote for the, the presidential election, a little-known factor for you. <laughs> uh, but you know what? In a weird way, it's actually going to help out uh, Justin Fields, I think, because if Ohio State doesn't lose any games, they'll play nine games. And so Lawrence is now, instead of playing 11 or 12 games, he's also going to play, you know, nine games or 10 games. Uh, you know, Mac Jones of Alabama, he could play 11 or 12, so he may have a few more games. So at least if you're playing about the same number of games, at least statistically, you can kind of compare things. It's still apples to oranges because. There's no non-conference games, so you can't really compare strength to schedule and those sort of things. Um, but actually, in the in the past, it's I think it's been a disadvantage to be the favorite. Um, you know, and so maybe with Lawrence no longer being the favorite, um, that can kind of help him because it seems like when you're the favorite, that the media, you know, likes to point out, well, that, what did the favorite not do this week? Oh, he missed this pass. He threw this interception instead of yeah. He also threw for 350 yards and three touchdowns. So. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, but I think ultimately it's going to come down to, you know, Lawrence Jones or Fields, unless maybe if Florida stays hot. Kyle Trask is throwing four touchdowns every game. If he keeps that going, he's certainly going to get into contention. But I think ultimately it'll come down to, you know, which of those three or four teams is having the best season, um, because I know it's whether it should be or not, it is a season – or it is a team award also. Um, and if all those teams remain unbeaten and keep rolling towards the playoff, and those are clearly the best three teams uh, when we get to mid-December, then this will probably be one of the closest Heisman races we've ever seen. Brett, great stuff. We appreciate it. We'll touch base as the college football season culminates, okay? 
You got it. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Brett McMurphy, College Football Insider for Stadium Network. You can find him on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. Call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Coming up next, uh, I don't think it was enough. I think she got more. I'm going to talk about it. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers dealing with the coronavirus. Rookie running back A.J. Dillon testing positive. I asked Matt LaFleur. So, Matt, can you confirm you have one positive case, A.J. Dillon, and are you waiting a second test to make sure it wasn't a false positive? Yeah, I'm not going to confirm uh, anything up here. I just know you guys know what we're going through, and that's just the way it is. Running back Jamal Williams and linebacker Kamal Martin are awaiting test results after coming in contact with Dillon. Then they got to run the tests and see where we're at. And, you know, we've got a couple guys that we didn't allow back into the building that had to get the the rapid test as well as you know their normal covid test but they did it through the drive through the packers face the 49ers on thursday night a report says the game could be pushed back to next monday night depending on those covid test results in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show Welcome back. We are glad you are here. Hopefully, uh, you're enjoying your day. We appreciate you hanging out with us, as always. So, the NFL has suspended Javon Wims. Javon Wims, the uh, Chicago Bear who threw the punch. Not one, but two the other night. In the Sunday night game between him uh, or between uh, the Bears and the Saints, got a, a two-game suspension. Which, by the way, he's appealing. I don't know how you can appeal it, other than the fact that he claimed he got spit on. But you went out, found a guy, and took two swings at him. Um, I, I'm, personally, I was surprised he only got two. When it's that blatant, I mean, it's one thing if you two are like in a scuffle and you're you're swinging and stuff. It's another thing when you walk up to somebody and you hit them once. And they really don't retaliate. And then you swing on them again. So I was surprised you only got to a two-game suspension. And also, I, I, I'm i wondering if the Bears are going to say, you know what, we don't need that. And whether or not the Bears should even uh, cut ties with them. That's – that's I'm, I'm really surprised that uh, he's, uh, he's still around, to be honest with you. 855 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. How are we looking? But uh, but he only gets a two-game suspension, and that is, a, at this point in time, at least uh, being appealed. I can't imagine the NFL. I, well, you know, stranger things have happened, but I can't imagine the NFL uh, in that particular circumstance. Unless there's actually – look, if he was provoked and there was some spit flying around, 
maybe you can say, okay, there's some provocation, but but he just went out and started wailing on the guy. It's still difficult for me to say, sure, he's going he's gonna to go ahead and get that thing reduced. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. We're talking about whether or not you should or should not be making a trade if you're the Green Bay Packers. And I'll go back to it uh, here after the top because don't forget, up to the top of the hour, Jason Lockenforo, Radio.com NFL Insider is going to be here. Going to talk with him about the exact same thing. Tim listening to us out in Arizona. Tim, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hi, Bill. Packer fan for 61 years. Used to call you a lot when I lived in De Pere, but I'm out here in the sunny southwest. I am the general manager. I am the general manager. I'm pushing my chips right down the center of the table. I'm going after J.J. Watt, and I'm going after Clennon Williams because defense wins championships. I never was sold on this team from the beginning, and uh, it, it is a sieve. I, that's what I call a sieve defense. And all, every, the, the plan is out there. You want to beat the Packers? Just run on them because there's nobody to stop that, that rush. And, Bill, if you can do me one favor after the green and gold, when the green and gold postgame show's on, when it's a bad performance like it was four years ago when we played the Titans, vent. I count on you to vent because okay. quit, quit being so nice out there and drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> vent. Okay. Have a good one, Bill. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, we've got some breaking news. The uh, game uh, against Purdue uh, for the Badgers has been canceled. Football activities out in Madison remain paused. A total now of 27 active cases are involved for COVID-positive tests. Uh, they include 15 student-athletes and 12 staff members. So the update just broke from the University of Wisconsin Badger football program. The game against Purdue is canceled. Again, the game against Purdue is canceled, and they are still shut down as far as, uh, as, far as uh, the, uh, the football activities. All of our breaking news in the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network brought to you by Pennzoil, made with natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Good stuff right there. Too bad for that Wisconsin Badger football program. I hope they get their arms around it. They're able to kind of stem the tide, and then after that, everything, everything's everything's good. Everything's good. Jason Lock and Fora, Radio.com NFL Insider. We'll talk with him about whether or not the Packers should be making a trade. By the way, Jimmy Garoppolo out for up to four to six weeks. You've got George Kittle eight weeks. Maybe if the Packers can still play this game on Thursday night, maybe they're catching a break right now. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.